0: Yeah. Some things are long forgotten Some things were never said We were on one endless this world But I had a wandering heart I said we were opposite lovers You kept trying to prove me wrong I said see it. And I know Your heart. But Just know that I want you back mm-hmm. Just know that I want you. back mm-hmm. Just know that I'll want you, I will take the fall and the fault and I will give you all the love
1: I never gave before I live Just know that I want you back mm-hmm. Just know that I want you back mm-hmm. Just know that
0: Don't take it out on me now Cause I blame it all on myself And I had a fear of forgiveness I was too proud to say I was wrong But all that time is gone No more fear and control I'm ready for the both of us now So
1: just know that I want you to be I'll take the fall and the and I'll give you all the love I never gave before I left you, Just know, I you, Just, know I you Just know that I want you back Just know that I want you back Just know that I want you, I'll take the fall and the fault And I'll give you all the love I never
2: You back Just know that I want you I take back. the fall in the faultness I'll give you all the love I never gave before I let you Just know that I want you back Just know that I want you back Just know that I want you I take the fall in the
1: faultness I'll give you all the love I never gave before I let you Just know that I want you
3: Good morning, good afternoon I should say You're listening to Small Talk on Fresh Fringe It feels like the morning We are live from the Pleasant Studio A very warm welcome to you This is my second broadcast from this year's Edinburgh Fringe Festival 2017 My name is Cameron Mackay And I'm with you for the next two hours This week I was finally able to go and see some shows And I'm hoping to see some more next week And I want to hear about your recommendations What have you been to see? The goods, the bad The ridiculous Tweet me at snaltopvideo underscore Over the next two hours I'm going to be speaking to four tremendous fringe acts Stand-up comic Juliet Burton Comedy sketch group Giants Family Gift Shop Playwright Henry Naylor And comedian Tom Taylor That's all coming up after this.
4: Father said never give up, son Just look how good Cassie has been Could be the new alley of music, probably. Instead of doing it just as a hobby, like these boys told me to. I guess you either watch the show or you show and prove. Prove it to them or you prove it to yourself. But honestly, it's better if you do it for yourself. Never complacent until we hit the oasis. One life don't waste it. Feel my heart racing. Success, I taste it. Ah, we on the verge of getting every single thing that we deserve. See someone special Don't go to war with yourself Just turn, just turn, just turn it on But you can't go wrong
3: Co-play miracles. You're listening to Small Talk on Fresh Fringe. Thank you for tuning in. Now, my first guest this morning is an award-winning comedian, writer, and presenter. Her Fringe show, Butterfly Effect, investigates the power of kindness. I am very intrigued, and she is here to tell us all about it. It is Juliette Burton. Oh, hey!
5: Thank you so much for having me.
3: Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here in our studio. How are you feeling after the end of week two?
5: Is it the end of week two? I've got no concept of time anymore. Well, I think
3: officially <laughs> yes, but I think previews etc. It may feel longer for lots of the acts here.
5: I I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very very happy. Um, a little bit tired. Not going to lie, but that is the fringe. Um, and the greatest thing is that I know that the adrenaline kicks in as soon as you see a new crowd full of gorgeous faces in in the audience. And yeah, suddenly my energy all comes at once then so yeah I'm having a great time
3: that's good to know that the audience can have a big effect on a performer.
5: Huge effect. I think they underestimate, and I think all of us as audience members underestimate the power you have to affect the show. You kind of make the show, especially something like comedy, where if the audience is making eye contact with you, if, if they're laughing loads, if they're, if they're giving you loads of energy, then you're going to get loads back as well. There was one particular show that, um, I'm not saying I have favourites, but it was pretty damn awesome. Uh, it was the first Sunday, and there was this girl who had the most experience extraordinary laugh and i fell in love with her i just she she was the star of that show and i i just wish she could come to every, to every show
3: maybe you should bring her back we'll send a, a tweet on our student radio website to say we want that girl back yeah to the butterfly text. or just
5: anybody who has a brilliant laugh like i have a huge crush on jimmy Carr because i love people who just have those laughs where they're just uninhibited just <laughs> loving life going for it really just being alive that's what laughter is is this beautiful tension release of just celebrating the best bits of being a human
3: absolutely and it does help when people are laughing and when there are some people in the in the crowd who are big personalities or people who like to verbally express their love for a show that always helps I imagine. Yeah
5: although my shows tend not to get a lot of heckles um it's not that kind of show where there's not a lot of opportunity to heckle um (laughs) because I'm talking so much. Uh, That's good that's a good sign. (laughs) No it's kind of but it does still have some interactive elements and um I think because this show is all about kindness, and there's a difference between audience members who will come in and are just already there. They're already invested in the concept. They're already going along with it. Either, either get get in or 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 don't. And if you don't go with it, then I think you're 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 losing out on part of the experience. And that goes for most shows. I think just lose yourself in it. Go for it. So the greatest thing about the Fringe.
3: You hear that, everybody? Good advice. It's right here. <laughs> Well, uh, this isn't your first time at Edinburgh Fringe. No. You've been here a lot, performing since 2009, I believe.
5: Yeah, so I first started off uh, performing in other people's shows back then. Uh, And then in 2011, started writing with um, a comedy partner, Lizzie Mace. And we performed as Mason Burton and uh, did that for two years. And then in 2013, that was my first solo show And uh, at the Gilded Balloon as well for the first time. And then 2014 uh, had some sold out shows. 2015 sold out the entire run. 2016 sold out my entire run, every single show, every single day. And then 2017, so far, we've been selling out so far in advance that, um, yeah, we've added an extra show. So (laughs) it's... Progress. It's lovely. That's a
3: very good so At least you're not having to take shows off the website or anything. That's very good to hear you're actually having to put more shows on.
5: We have to, definitely. No, never cancel a show. And there's always going to be people out there. But yeah, we've been selling out my room Every single day, um, in advance as well. Like there's been, there's been a few days where I've been walking around going, I can't flyer, and I love flyering. Like I love meeting people and chatting to people, and uh, and enthusing to them because then they're already invested when you meet them on the street into the show. Um, but then there's been a few days where I've been like, oh well, we've sold out for the next three three days. I, I don't know what to do. I can't there's no point in chatting to people about it because they're, they're not going to be around after that. So, uh, but now we're in the last stretch and I think a lot of people who are coming up now are here for the full right to the end.
3: That's good. Yeah, it's nice that people are here for the duration. I'm here for, well, about three or four weeks, but it's cool. Well, it's I, nice. used, I
5: used to live up here, so if you need some recommendations of some good pubs, then uh, I've lived up here for nearly four years, and my favourite place is Joseph Pierce's on Elm Row. It's got the best brunches, and they do pints of Bloody Mary.
3: Well, thank you for the recommendations. Oh, Edinburgh's is a very pubby city. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. And uh, now, a year back at the Fringe this year, as you said, which you showed Juliet Burton Butterfly Effect, in which you investigate the power of this. now are you familiar with the tv show dragon's den
5: i do know of dragon's den
3: dragon's den is the show in which uh, entrepreneurs pitch their business ideas to the tycoons of the industry mm. now i wondered if you would be interested in pitching your show to the listeners they are the business tycoons. so you're going to get on your entrepreneur hat for a second you've only got a maximum of 30 seconds and the idea is just to put in as much as you can about your show and entice our listeners to buy a ticket, and that's the way that they're going to invest.
5: Right, I'm getting into the in power in stands, idea. Now.
3: Get into the power stance now. I'm going to play the jingle first of all, and then we're going to go in with the 30 seconds. I'm up. I-, I will make you an offer. Okay, Juliet, you're ready. Yeah. Here we go. Three, two, one, go.
5: Juliet Burton Butterfly Effect is a docu-comedy show, documentary mixed with comedy, going to make you laugh, going to make you think, unless you don't want to think, in which case you can just laugh. It's all about the the power of kindness, where the kindness can change the world. The reason for that is because early this year I felt totally powerless over all of the awful things that are happening in the world right now, so I thought I'd focus on the one power I know I have, which is being kind to people. It uses multimedia video projections, hidden camera footage, you get to see all kinds of crazy things I got up to, and uh, I very quickly found out there's a lot of problems with being kind to people, so come and laugh with me.
3: Tremendous. Superb. You made it right in there, which is doesn't happen very often, I must say, with a lot of the performers. So hats off to you. So Butterfly Effect is the show. Where did the idea come from initially?
5: Well, as I just briefly, quickly mentioned, it, I, um, I really was feeling powerless over all the awful things that were happening globally and um, earlier this year. So I thought right I I know there's a lot of stuff going on in my own life as well it's really chaotic year this year there's lots of horrible things that have been happening and I just thought I needed to get back my power because I just I felt like I had no control over any of it so I decided to focus on that power of how I treat other people Um, and it very originally came like initially I came up with the idea back in I think 2013 uh, because of a guy that I met in 2012 when I was flyering uh, for a show up here And when I fly, people, I like to chat with them. I like to get to know them. That's like I said earlier, I really like chatting to people when I'm flying, mainly because I feel alone most of the time. And if I have the opportunity for a a human connection, then that's I'm going to grab it with both hands, not like in a weird sexual way. Um, And I met this guy uh, and he came to see the show the next day. And then he came back to see my next show the following year here in Edinburgh. (laughs) If anyone's listening, please take notes. And uh, he said that the day I first met him, he'd been planning on committing suicide And he said the way that I chatted to him uh, was the first act of kindness that anyone had shown him in a really long time. What had been going on for him was that he'd been battling cancer, been going through a really messy divorce. He was sure he was going to lose his children and he came up to Edinburgh to end it all. And uh, he, yeah, he said that the way I chatted was was really kind and then he he said he felt obligated to come to see the show which is his words (laughs) so I get people in I guilt trip them okay and uh, then he said he found the show so uplifting that he changed his mind and now he's gone on to have this amazing life like he's still he's still out there he's coming up I think he's coming up tomorrow to the Edinburgh Fringe as well so um and I realized that that like I didn't know I was being particularly kind to him but I realized the power that that like just being nice being friendly being kind can have to somebody and there's been loads of instances in my life as well where like especially I've got mental health conditions and um for me having a small act of kindness like if experiencing that with somebody just smiling at me or being particularly friendly um or just you know doing something little like people have been giving me gifts this year at the Edinburgh Fringe and it's it I I don't I think we underestimate the power that can have over somebody's world change somebody's world and yeah it might not change the whole world but it might change one person's world a little bit and actually being kind can help me as well because if I focus on being kind I believe what you focus on is what you get. And um, I've very quickly realised that being kind to people meant that I also got my head out of my own bottom, um, which I'm very regularly up there. And it's very nice up there, so I've been told. Um, so, yes, it is. <laughs> it's really easy to get wrapped up in your own problems and all the awful things and focus on negativity. But if I, the more I forced myself to compliment strangers or have little conversations, the more. I realised that I'm not alone. I, I am connected to other people. So yeah, it's it it doesn't. It's not as twee as it might originally sound. This show, but it is one that um, I do explore a lot of the doubts around kindness, whether whether you know it gets in the way of actually living life, um, whether it can really help, whether people are suspicious of it. A lot of people are very suspicious of kindness, um, but I love. I, I personally believe that killing them with kindness is, is the best way to, to move forward, especially with all the awful things happening out there.
3: I love that, I love that. Oh, thanks. It's a very, very nice way to put it, and I, I like to hear shows that have a mix between it being enjoyable, but also there's a bit of a meaning behind it, and people may be very impacted by it, so I yeah, so, congratulations, yeah. that's really, Thank really you. great. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Um, here's a song, and then back with Juliet so Burton good. for more chat and possibly a game.
1: Way struck a sea of South, so low in the blue, before I found you. Days pass slowly, lost and old.
3: with Juliet Burton this is Small Talk on Fresh Fringe Juliet how are you?
5: I'm very good how are you doing?
3: I'm really good thank you I'm very good are you ready for our interactive game this afternoon?
5: I'm so ready
3: okay well this game is called What's on My Fringe? I'm going to play you the jingle here it is amazing
5: can we just listen to that for a couple of minutes that would just be awesome
3: here, here it comes again oh, just, just, just for you I'll, I'll play the jingle one more time I'm doing a little
5: dance whilst we're listening okay.
3: to this. well you know I might make this available as a ringtone if you'd like to
5: <laughs> <laughs> the most annoying ringtone ever.
3: It would be, yeah. I, I don't think it's something I'd like to listen to too often, but it's good for this game. So this is called What's on My Fringe? And this game requires at least grade eight or above in the art of guessing. Did you bring your qualifications with you this afternoon?
5: Um, I, I, I think I'm being a bit of an imposter syndrome here. I haven't got my grade eight in guessing.
3: Okay, don't worry, don't worry. Well, basically... We are each going to have a sticky note and a pen in front of us And we will both write a random word relating to Scotland The word can be a food or a beverage, a popular tourist attraction, a well-known person, etc So it's kind of up to you Uh, But it has to be fairly guessable So
5: can it be like, you say one word, but can it be like a couple of words that make up a thing?
3: Yeah, it could be. It like could the name be. of somebody.
5: You know? Aye, that's yeah. right,
3: that's right. Okay. So, okay. we're going to each take it in turns to write this down on a sticky note. I'll hand you the sticky note over oh, here. Oh, thank you
5: very much. I've got a pen over here. Oh,
3: you're, you came um, prepared.
5: I, I'm so prepared. Fantastic. Picking stuff up off your desk.
3: Well, I will now have to think about what I'm going to write down. Um, oh, okay. Okay, let me think. Um, okay, I've got it. So don't show me what you're writing down.
5: Okay. Um...
1: Um, and I've, I have written on the sticky notes. Oh,
5: okay. Oh, oh, hang on. My pen's not working. I just okay now it is okay. okay. I, I I might. I've gone a bit. I've gone a bit obscure. A bit rogue. Don't yeah, worry. A bit rogue. Don't okay. worry. Okay. Do pass, pass them pass over. Pass them over. And, pass and we're just we're just trusting. That's yeah, it. Other. Okay. Very good. We we're go. gonna trust. We're okay. trusting. Oh, yeah.
3: We have trusted, and the sticky notes are now on our heads. They're not very sticky, I must say. They're a business gateway
5: i think i look better i feel i feel like i i it having post-it notes on my forehead
3: i think it's a new look for the show i would uh, encourage you to bring them out for the if, if this uh, was, additional show if
5: this was tv then people <laughs> would be laughing with us but we but we look amazing just ima- imagine us looking incredible right now
3: this is the benefit of radio is that we can we can do this without without being humiliated really <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have 30 seconds to guess so juliette would you like to go first
5: uh no
3: okay i will i <laughs> i will be i will go first for you okay um i'm gonna bring up uh, my 30 second jingle okay and you have 30 seconds in which you can pretty much ask anything you want you can guess
5: okay and you'll go you're guessing first
3: I, i'll guess first okay yes, so i'm gonna guess what is on my head okay okay three two one here i go okay is it a landmark no is it a person yes is it somebody well known? Yes. Is it a man? Yes. Is it um, a politician? No. A comedian? No. An actor? Yes. Is it Billy Connolly? No. David Tennant?
5: Yes! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I fancy him so much. Well, if, if he's listening, if he happens to be listening to Fresh Air, please get in touch. <laughs> please, and get in touch in all the ways. Touch, please.
3: Okay, David Tennant. <laughs> I'm so
5: tired. Carry on.
3: It's okay, he he may be listening. He may be listening. I
5: think I hear he listens to this show all the time.
3: Well, David, if you are listening, I'm glad that I had you on my head. He's the best doctor, anyway. Okay, let's go <laughs> so on So is, to I do- mean, apart
5: from, obviously, the female doctors.
3: Yeah, I am very excited about Jodie Whittaker. So exciting. Very, very exciting. But moving on to your Guessing. Okay, Juliet. I'm gonna give you a three, two, one, and you're in with thirty seconds. Three, two, one, go.
5: Is it a person? No. Is it a landmark? Yes. Is it uh, a lock? No. Is it in Edinburgh? Yes. Is it the castle? Nope. Is it in the new town? No. Is it in the old town?
3: Uh, no. Uh, but
5: it's in Edinburgh. Yes. Is it? Does it move? It can't no. move. Is it? Is it off the seat? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I got way too into that.
3: <laughs> it is our receipt. Congratulations! I'm
5: still wearing the sticky note. I'm not <laughs> take it off, Juliet. Come on.
3: It's it's one of these ones that is a difficult one because it's it's a landmark that it is a landmark but it's also a natural sight it's, so
5: it's, it's brilliant one. I love it i I've, I've, have I've you been up there
3: I have many times I've,
5: I've been up I, yeah <laughs> many times once uh, yeah because you only go up once and then you realise how long it takes to actually climb it
3: yes that, that, that is true that is true uh, well congratulations we are both the winners of that game oh high five and high five unfortunately we don't have time to do the break the breaking rounds oh, um, okay. but just before you head off I have yeah. really enjoyed chatting to you I've this really morning. enjoyed
5: chatting to you now you have
3: an additional show for for butterfly effects, I
5: do so usually it's on uh, at 4.30 every day until the 27th at the Gilded Balloon um, but I've got an additional show because shows have been selling out on Wednesday the 23rd of August at 8.30 at the Gilded Balloon in a, a venue that is treble the size of my normal venue so please do come along
3: fantastic so Juliet's show is running from the 20th until the 27th of August do get yourself along I'm, I'm yeah really really impressed by your show and I love the fact that it's got so much to it and that it's entertaining but meaningful
5: thanks if you're impressed by this imagine what it's like actually seeing the show
3: <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed so listeners make sure you invest in that pitch and buy buy a ticket and go along and see you uh, Julia thank you so much
5: thank you it's
3: been a pleasure and well, I'm sure we will see you again no doubt next year that would be lovely farewell
5: and yeah, i
3: I have a do this. Welcome back, this is Small Talk on Fresh Fringe. I am now joined by Ed and Kath from Gaines Family Gift Shop. Hello, guys. Hello. How are you?
6: thanks thanks for having
3: us yeah. not at all an absolute pleasure and now i must confess during my introduction of the show i called the show jane's family gift shop
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey that's all right <laughs> we've had worse yeah we've had, like we've had a lot of different names lynn's
3: family bum bag <laughs> <laughs> do you, no, do you, okay so I, I feel i feel better about it now that's not uh, you know it's uh one of these names I, well the name actually is very intriguing where did it come from
6: well it's it's after Ed Gein, the, uh, the murderer. Um, mm. So it's. Uh, it, we technically say it wrong as well. Like, we've just seen it written down. We're, like, we're all fascinated, Kiri in particular, because she has a podcast about it, um, yeah. serial killers, even though he's not a serial killer, but he is a murderer. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we were all having a chat about that, and we were like, well, that. That'd be interesting if he had a little shop because he, <laughs> yeah because he had awful things the, the, he made awful things.
7: The caveat there is he used to collect parts from bodies. Okay, yeah. He, yeah. Just think, wouldn't it be nice if he had a shop? Yeah, of it? People hey, of it. let's
6: give Edgine a shop. <laughs>
7: he sounds like a right lad. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a nice guy. Um, so yeah, so that's
6: where it sort of comes from. Yeah. The thing
7: about it, we read it written down. That's you should never make fun of people for saying pronouncing things wrong because it means they they. I uh... oh, thank thanks mate. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in another room. I'm just a bit far from the mic. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, they they uh they've they've read it and I mean they, they're trying to I've sort of I've lost my point here a little yeah. bit, <laughs> oh, I, get it, I get it. I like it. It's
3: cool. It's cool. So how's the run been so far? Have you been pleased with the last two weeks? So much fun.
6: Yeah, it's been really fun. I really mm. enjoy doing the show, which is always which is nice.
3: We I mean' are yeah, having that nice thing where um
7: we're not reading reviews, we're not reading anything about how it's going because I think it's really detrimental but we're also having the quite positive thing where people come up and go, I see the run's going well, so we get that delicious feeling <laughs> Yeah, we are not actually reading reviews so we get like <laughs> yeah. a general nice feeling
3: but without any of the, this bit was bad
6: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah that's interesting.
7: Nice.
3: so you, you think the reviews can be uh, counterintuitive, well to the extent that they might poop performers off and make performers feel oh, that they're
6: yeah, I, absolutely, if, if someone's if you're doing a show that you really love and then someone goes, I hated it and I hated that person, it's like, that's not going to make you feel nice, is it? <laughs> so it's like, it's just, if you avoid it, then you don't have to mm. be thinking about it during a show and being like, oh, why did they hate that me in it? Why did they hate that bit? You don't have to think about that because yeah. you don't even
7: know about it. Even if it's good, it still influences you. So if if it's a good review, there could be, they've mentioned something and then when you're doing that, you're thinking about that review. It just takes you out of
6: the... Yeah, so it's just, yeah... It's just easier to just not know any of it, really. I think, yeah.
7: and also not here for them. <laughs>
6: yeah, although That's true. Saying that, it is lovely when people give us nice stars, though. So, like saying all that, we will use your stars. <laughs> I think, I think it will put public like on the, to the end. It'll
3: be like, and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here when they don't know what anyone's saying about them in the jungle and they go back to the real world oh, yeah. and they go through all the papers and they read it all. So would you look at the reviews afterwards or just forget it, never look?
6: Oh, I don't know. Probably
3: drink a bottle of whiskey and read all the
7: reviews. Yeah, I'll
6: probably have a look, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing,
7: wasn't there, there's like a TV show where a the, the bunch of people went into the highlands on an island. It this year...
3: And it got cancelled after two episodes. Oh, Eden! Was it Eden? It it was. It was called Eden, I believe. It got cancelled after two episodes, and it was a total disaster.
7: Yeah, they didn't tell them, so they just stayed on the island
3: for another two months. (laughs) That's the worst thing ever. Well, you know what? I never watched it, and I'm a celeb. It's the only reality TV show I allow myself to watch. But I was intrigued by that idea. I, I, I read up on it, and I think it was an extreme version of I'm a celebrity yeah. these random people and do you mean
7: you're intrigued by the idea of um, cancelling it and not telling them well that <laughs> play, play that's out and so that that's, terrible. that's
3: terrible it's <laughs> awful whose job was it to <laughs> so not <you>. mine definitely <laughs> Well, spe- weird. I didn't think it was you until you said not mine now I think it was <laughs> well speaking of TV shows are you familiar with Dragon's Den Yes. 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 So it is the show where entrepreneurs pitch their business ideas to the tycoons, the the big the big people of the industry. Mm. Mm. Now I wondered if you guys would be interested in pitching your show to our listeners. They are the tycoons of the industry, and they're going to invest, hopefully, by buying a ticket and coming along to see your show. So mm. you've only got a maximum of thirty seconds to do this. Right. Okay. You're going to get your entrepreneur hat <laughs> on, and you're going to think about what you want to do, and it's, it could just be a kind of loads of information okay. spoken out at once or it could be anything you wish I've heard i had a song before I've had some sort of rap but it's up to you guys but 30 seconds is you
8: know
7: this
3: what's really song? bad is uh, when you started talking oh. about this I assumed we would be the dragons
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, how,
7: that's how I view us <laughs> so like, what, what are you going to pitch you got a sketch
3: of you? I'm sketch you out my, my idea <laughs> 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 and, um, although, well yeah I did actually come up with this idea once it was going to be a, an entertainment kettle and the idea was that as you boil your kettle, it would play tunes to you. But no I one mean, went for it.
6: Uh, mm. No, I, I mean, that, 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 I immediately was like, well, great. But then I was like, put the radio next to the kettle. Uh,
3: yeah, that was the main criticism. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring it back. another one for you? I've got,
3: I've got another one, which is, so I'm a student in Edinburgh. and A lot of us are in the library during exam time, etc. And sometimes when you're studying for an exam, you forget to do things like go and get your hair cut so I came up with the idea that maybe you would have library haircuts it would be more of a service than a uh, product okay. Yeah. because library hours if you go there early and you leave late sometimes the the hairdressers at the barber's you know it's, they're closed whereas if you had a mobile hairdresser then they could go rounds asking to get me. I mean, yeah, yes, there will be problems with hair dryers and straighteners in the middle of a library.
7: But if you
6: had a little separate room, though, just nip in there. That, yeah,
7: that's a good, that's a <laughs> good idea, that's especially if you sort of crowdsourced it like uh, Uber or Airbnb. Because what, what is it? Uber the biggest taxi company that doesn't have any taxis. Airbnb is the biggest hotel uh, chamber that doesn't have any hotels. So you've got the true. biggest mm. hairdressing company, and you, but you don't actually have any hairdressers.
3: I like it. Mm. I like it. Only, only thing required is scissors. I'm out. <laughs> 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 I'm out. Okay, let's get on to the. I'm just recycling a whole lot of nonsense. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> anyway, Dragon's Den. This is called Fresh Air Furnace because this is Fresh Air Radio Station and mm-hmm. this is our version of Dragon's Den. So, are you guys wanting to do it together? At the same time, are going to just chip in? Oh, God. Just yell out of each
6: other? Well, that'll just be a mess, won't it? I mean, I trust you more to explain what's, what's what, but Uh-oh. I also don't want to just... Try you this is that. we've started by the way. This is it.
3: Before you start, let me play you the jingle.
1: Okay.
4: I'm up. I, I will make you an offer.
3: Let's hope our listeners make you an offer this afternoon. Here we go with three, two, one into the thirty seconds. Three. Two, one, go! What are we doing it together?
7: Or we all are.
6: Gates for the gift shop, volume three. We do some sketches, and <laughs> uh, hopefully they're great. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> we don't
7: I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to be in the show now. <laughs> well, you sell it then. <laughs> all right. Um, it's oh, it's a doozy. If you like, if you, you like laughing, and you have nothing to do late at night. But do la- please at do 10/20. laugh if you come. Don't come if you're old. If you're old, that would no. Help. Come what? along.
6: If if you like comedy, just come along.
7: It's bums on seats and guess yeah. Come along if you are
3: old. <laughs> <laughs> how do we you- do? A kind of unorthodox pitch, but I liked it. It was it. It brought out your personalities. <laughs> do right. you have a? Do you have like a? Um, do we have immediate feedback, or do we know how many people have? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> listeners, if you're listening, tweet me at smalltalkvideo underscore. Please don't do that. <laughs> And we want to okay. hear about Games Family Gift Shop Volume 3. We want to hear about what you thought of that pitch. Are you going to be in or are you out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <You're> right. <laughs> uh Oh, tweeting! Yeah, you can tweet. You can get involved with the show. And now, Kath, you're heading off pretty soon. Yes, I'm of
6: sorry. Before you yes. go,
3: are you got time to stay for it, a few more minutes? Yes,
6: yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's quite close for me. Okay, yeah, we're not too far. Yeah.
3: Well, I wanted to ask you guys about something that I spotted on your website. You won curator's choice at the Noise Festival, and you attended the ceremony at the House of Commons. Yeah, <laughs>
6: yeah. yeah, that was surreal. Because <laughs> we were like, what are we doing here? Oh yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, it was mad. How right? many sandwiches did Kiri have? Uh, Eighty. 18 egg sandwiches 18 egg sandwiches <laughs> and that's not included there was m- more ham butties as well in there as well
7: yeah, yeah. that was th- that's
3: just the eggs we're talking yeah. about no was there a block toilet involved in this as well because I read that I'm not assuming that there was a
7: Because uh, yeah. of the sandwiches. I think, I think
6: we uh, I, I I feel like it was a Yeah, there is a picture of Ed on the toilet Oh yeah,
7: because I was really happy That I went to the toilet in the House of Commons Okay yeah. Um, Pleased, ha- happy? Yeah, happy pleased. Happy, yeah, happy and pleased Yeah, both yeah. Just because it's What uh, I mean, have you
3: been to the toilet in the House of Commons? I haven't been uh, I've been to the House of Commons Not the toilet What Exactly Well,
6: there we go then Yeah so. I have
3: <laughs> You might be doing the toilet alongside <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah
6: no, shake yeah. my hand <laughs>
3: doing the toilet alongside Jeremy Corbyn David
7: Cowan well he's not there anymore but no No. well at the time Corbyn wasn't really I mean obviously he was there but he wasn't in the public eye as much Mm. he wasn't a while ago the the cultish figure that he is now No, 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 no 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 And uh, and he also wasn't in the toilet. I need to make that very clear. <laughs> it, was just, <laughs> it was an individual in toilet.
1: toilet.
3: Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, wasn't sharing. Uh, don't worry. I take your words. But it's, the House you. of Commons is very interesting. I think it was a lot smaller than than I than you think it is on TV. I remember going round and thinking, well, this place is very very small. I don't know if you guys thought that as well. We didn't go into the room where everyone does all of the work. Okay.
6: Yeah, we just sort of milled about and uh, went into a room with a lot of egg sandwiches.
7: Yeah, and a uh, toilet as well. Really nice ceiling. Lovely ceiling. lovely ceiling. Really. Uh, Thanks for reminding me of that. kind yeah, right. I, I was just
6: taking photos of the ceilings. I think a fire alarm went off at one point. Did it? Yeah. It was what? very fun. <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, it, was, it was. We went into a couple of like little rooms and stuff. There was a tiny room that we all squeezed into, and no one really wanted to be in there. But there was free champagne, so we sort of we all did go. It was yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it
6: was fun, really. It? it was really cool. Yeah, it was really, we, were, we were very lucky. Well, you
3: heard it here first. Listeners, there is a toilet. There are egg mm-hmm. sandwiches. Mm-hmm. There's a fire alarm everything <laughs> <It's> <laughs> weird, really, it's Kath, I'm going to let you go but thank you so much <laughs> thank for you so much for,
6: uh, for having me apologies that I've got to dash off an my... absolute
3: pleasure but Ed is staying with us for more chat see yeah, you soon. sorry everyone <laughs> stay tuned
1: I'm
6: no longer
1: broken hearted so glad I came here tonight and I see you got what I wanted maybe you got what I like
3: came here for love. You're listening to Small Talk on Fresh Fringe and I am still joined by Ed from Gaines Family Gift Shop. Ed, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. You're on your own now. Yeah, I'm very scared. <laughs> I <laughs> feel very worry, small. Don't, don't be scared. It's all good. Thanks, mate. It's all good. But Cav had to dash off to a tech rehearsal, which sounds very exciting. Was it? Sure it to is take though. a show, actually? Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. So she's involved in that outside of Gaines Family Gift Shop? Yeah, she texts two
7: shows and she's in uh, Goose's show as well.
3: Ah, oh, wow, okay. Yeah.
7: Very, very busy person then. Incredibly busy, whereas I am going to go get some fried chicken after this and watch Arrival.
3: Oh, uh, how are you? Yeah, on my brother's Amazon account. Not wow. even my own. Oh, is it Arrival now on Amazon? It is, mate, yeah. Oh, Amazon I need Bryan. to get Amazon back. You know, Arrival, I think, is up there with... I think it's probably my favourite sci-fi film. Oh, wow. I really love it. I went to see it in the cinema, and I was a bit sceptical, but it blew my mind. Serious? Yeah, I loved it. Have you seen it before? No. Well, I th- I saw it on the big screen. There's something just really haunting, but l- lovely and amazing about it. I'm really excited. This better be the best sci-fi film I've ever seen. It is good. Well, Amy Adams is superb as the lead character, and it's just a really, really interesting story. A very different kind of sci-fi film. It's not like your bog-standard signs or... I don't know, Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm genuinely really excited. <laughs> yeah, you, no, you should be. I'm um, so
7: passionate about sci-fi, and this is making me really excited. I, 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 oh, I, it was
3: incredible, incredible. Smash in. Enjoy it, enjoy it. But back onto the show. <laughs> uh, but I do enjoy that. Thanks, mate. Uh, so Gaines Family Gift Shop mm. involves lots of sketches, comedy sketches. Uh, quite a few, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how do you go about writing a sketch?
7: Um, that's a big one, isn't it? That's a big question. Uh, we, if we... For me personally, what I tend to do is I go for like a punchline. A punch we write around that, so we'll sort of get it up on its feet and and see if there's anything funny about it. And then we do a lot of shows around the place, so we'll do previews or like uh, new material nights and and write on stage. That sounds a bit. That's a, no, fast, that's, that's a good description. Cheers, and Are it? the
3: sketches inspired by contemporary issues? Well, they're sort of meant to be a lot of it. A lot of it's
7: about we just sort of like take the. Everyone says we're dark, but I don't think we are dark. What we do is we take. Life, like things from life and try and make them funny. So sort of sad things in life and make them funny. Um, and we also try and do a lot of stuff. The last two shows have all had a lot of sort of social commentary in them, but no one really pays any attention to that. This time we've had to say we're, we're doing social commentary, okay. like say the word class instead of implying it and stuff like that. So I think this one's a bit more on the nose, but... Cool. We've had to do that because no one I don't think
3: anyone expects that, anything from sketch. They just expect it to be... <laughs> 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 that, just a laugh. Can't laugh stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I know that for comics, there's now a huge amount of material out there because, well, politics and everything else has started to look a bit like a sketch show. Mm. So from that perspective, I imagine there is a lot... I mean, if you were a satirist or if you were a political comedian... Yeah, I think it does seem like that, but then
7: I, that sort of stuff... We can't really touch because we can't do impressions of Donald Trump, so we can't. We can't really, uh, yeah, do anything about that kind of stuff. So I think it's more to do with our own lives and how we feel. And there's lots of stuff in the, about uh, class and the uh, arts rather than we're all going to die really soon, kind of like okay. of nuclear winter. So I think we're. Yeah, we well, sort of stay clear of that kind of stuff because there's people who can do it better. Now you mentioned impressions there. I did uh, when I said it. I was like, I bet he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an impersonator? No, <laughs> not, but not you're, at
3: all. But you're a performer. You're a performer.
7: I am. I, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Can't, I can't shy from that one. Well, would you be willing to play The Imitation Game with me? I can honestly think of nothing I'd rather do right now. Is is that good or bad? <laughs> no,
3: just, I just can't think. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's good, it's well, good. The Imitation Game is a regular feature on Small Talk, my radio show. Yeah. And the Edinburgh Fringe is all about performing. We will now attempt to bring some of that performance magic into this very studio. So here is how the game works. Uh, We're each going to write down the name of somebody well-known, a celebrity, uh, somebody fairly straightforward. And we'll put the names into the middle and we'll mix them up. And then we're going to each perform a signature impression. And that has been carefully crafted over months Ed has been preparing this uh, just getting this right and then we're going to just do a bit of off the cuff read what you've written and just go for it the worse they sound the funnier they are for the listeners perfect that's uh, honestly a dream for me okay here's the jingle The Imitation Game The Imitation Game is back at Edinburgh Fringe Fest This is the first time it's come back for The Fringe So <gasps> it's an honour to be doing it with you Thank you so much, I didn't realise that Okay, let's um, <laughs> take a pen and write down We'll each write down two people Right And then if we run out of time, we run out of time But let's go for it So people that are fairly well known like Male or female <laughs> Could be funnier if they're female for us Because we can't do Because we're both boys We're both boys, we can't do higher-pitched voices Men? I should have said men, should Uh, You certainly are Yes How do you? I'm 21 So yes I am a man (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll put down one into the middle That's one Is this good
7: radio listening to me write down?
3: (laughs) I feel like I'm not Well basically we've got this imitation game music playing in the background (laughs) Oh so it (laughs) bubbles along quite nicely Here it is (laughs) It's like being in a jazz bar
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay I have
3: written my first I've written my first Okay, I'll tell you what, let's just go for one each. One random one each. Alright. So we'll swap. Thanks. I, I do hope that you. Well, don't open it yet. Oh, sorry, I haven't opened what, what we'll do is we'll do our signature impressions first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love my signature impression. <laughs> who who would like to go first? You, you should definitely I'll go first so I can okay. think about someone to do an impression of. My signature impression is Ed Sheeran. Okay. Okay. And I know I have his, his hair colour. Oh yeah, and I do dabble in a bit of guitar. Hello, but I'm gonna just attempt his voice, and if we can, we're gonna try to weave in what's going on in the studio just now. Okay, Okay. here's here's Ed Sheeran. Hi guys, it's Ed Sheeran here. Um, Hi man, Uh, yeah, I'm just playing with uh, my guitar in my room, and I'm just really enjoying radio. Um, I'm with Ed from from. uh, (laughs) You're right, he wouldn't know, would he? (laughs) He No, he wouldn't know. (laughs) From Gaines Family Gift Shop. I'm really going to go and see a show, man. Um, Yeah, buy my single. Thanks, man. Well, that that, that
7: was really fun for me because I have absolutely no idea what Ed Sheeran sounds like. (laughs) So that that why it was just you speaking quietly.
3: Well, listeners, (laughs) listeners... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tell us what you thought of that. <laughs> Please, because I have no barometer. Okay, Ed,
7: over to you. Okay. Your turn. Here we go. What are you going to be? I think i, I think we're going to... If It's all right, because I generally do impressions. Um, I'm going to do an impression of Kath doing an impression of a lamb. Okay, go for it. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Beautiful.
3: Yeah? I'm, we're back in the jazz bar. A lamb... And Ed Sheeran, they're in the jazz bar Just together. A in the jazz bar. Okay, now let's open the sheets that are in front of us. Who do you have? Ah, uh, you absolute? Um, <clears throat> Alan Carr. <laughs> okay, I have Ant or Deck. I'll go first. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna do both. Oh, nice. Hey, man. It's Ant here, man. I'm with Ed from Gaines Family Gift Shop. And then here's Deck on his left. That's right. That's Games Family Gift Shop. <laughs> Votes to keep Ed in Games Family Gift Shop. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Thanks very much. Very good. Hidden town.
7: Okay. Well, how does he sound like again? Oh, that was good. That was good. Oh, I'm in here. I'm in here uh, in the radio station, and I, I, I'm uh, v- panicking quite a lot because I can't do an impression <laughs> of myself. How was that? You know,
3: that was the best That was the best Of the lot of them <laughs> Was it? That was really good Better than The Lamb The Better than The Lamb Better than Ant and De- Better than Ed Sheeran That was very very impressive Cheers mate Ed I appreciate your Ability to Take part in this game <laughs> <laughs> uh, That was the imitation game Now we're running out of time But before we go I wanted to say Get yourself along To Gaines Family Gift Shop Gaines Family Gift Shop Volume 3 Is at the Pleasance Courtyard Venue 33 At 20 past 10 Until the 28th of August this mm, month. Ed, yeah. are you excited for the rest of your run? I am. It's a really, it's a really fun
7: show. And uh, this, this is going to sound cynical, but it go the show goes really quickly, which is quite nice because you're not sort of going, oh, it's going to be a slog for an hour. It goes quickly, and it's just really fun to do. So it's and I don't, there's always been. A bit of, the last two years have been a bit like oh let, let's
3: go and do the show but this one's just like great loads of fun So you hear that listeners? fast paced entertaining fun get yourself <laughs> along to Gaines Family Gift Shop Ed thank you so much for being on the show I thanks really appreciate me, it it's been
7: uh, lovely I'm going to go get some chicken and watch Arrival e-
3: please do watch Arrival and, and tweet me afterwards about how you enjoyed it I will I look forward to hearing your review <laughs> in the voice of Alan Carr of course
7: yeah <laughs> lots of love Alan Carr
3: <laughs> thank you so much enjoy the rest of the run thanks pal take care
1: this might sound OTT, oh, but you bless me Equals a feeling that I just cannot explain Hey, B-R-B-O oh, and I'm in all 3 I need a minute to myself to comprehend
4: Why did I just see through my eyes for me? Cause I can't believe She's talking to me Love's out here just hoping my dreams come true So
1: are you just dance Wrap both your arms around my body Check, I still have friends Wait, what well have they gone? Have they often and left? How long have I been here? My time is a mess And I'm sat here just hoping My dreams come true
4: Well, I
0: was afraid This would happen But this would happen
1: And I only came For a quick one And now I'm on one Just dance Wrap both your arms around my
3: Girl, you're listening to Small Talk 1 Fresh Fringe. I am now joined by Henry Naylor and oh, Avatal from the show Borders. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. How has the run been so far? It's been great.
9: Uh, very happy. Um, we're uh, over at the Gilder Balloon Teviot. Uh, and it's a room that I've uh, used uh, a lot before, so I think it's my third or fourth show there. Uh, we sold out um, and I think there's only a few tickets left for next week and we won the Fringe First yesterday which is rather exciting fantastic
3: so congratulations oh, thank, thank you. you no it's very good to hear the run it has been
9: excellent I saw your show last year and
3: I really really enjoyed it oh, I was fantastic. Angel kind of unlike anything I'd really seen before so I'm hoping oh, to come you. along and see this show this year
9: Any time you like sir we'll get you in uh, Avital actually is, um, uh, has played Angel for the last six months so she's been Turning the world uh, yeah, in that role, so uh, she, she's extraordinary in it. A fantastic performer, uh, honestly. Uh, a very energetic performance doing that one, uh, and uh, she features. Uh, it's a two-handers this year's play uh, called Borders, uh, and uh, she plays a Syrian graffiti artist in it.
3: Intriguing. Intriguing. So how did you first become involved with the uh, production Well, Angel and
8: now Borders? Actually, uh, through my agent. So um, Henry's agent and my agent used to work together uh, what some ten, 10, 15 years ago. Um, and, yeah, got the audition and for Angel and absolutely loved it. Uh,
9: it was, uh, yeah, it's quite, it quite a tough part to play, is Angel? Because it, it's... Uh, in that particular play, there's an enormous emotional journey for the character. She starts out; she's a, a, a tra- would-be lawyer, she's a student, and then she, by the end of the play, she's a, a hard-blooded killer. Uh, and so, we needed an actress with an incredible range who could, and also could, plays a range of ages. You know, she's a naive girl to begin with. and By the end, she 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 kind of. Um, you know is, is, is like I said a killer and, and, and Veto is just extraordinary in the audition so she, kinda, she came and we kind of went yeah this is her alright we've got another paper to audition but yeah she's got the role <laughs>
3: well that's great to hear you kind of walked into it and I'm I'm very pleased to hear it's been a success so far so have you been at the Fringe before this is your first year of of um, performing
8: my second year okay. so first year I, I've taken my own show which I've written produced and co-directed um So this is the first time that I'm here just as an actor. Okay. Which is very enjoyable.
3: (laughs) I can imagine. I can imagine. And how does that compare to the one where you were more involved in the the production aspect of it?
8: Um, Well, it's been been incredibly hard because you have to think about so many things. And uh, I'm happy that I've done it because you learn to really appreciate the people that do all the other work. Because a lot of the time as actors we arrive and everything's ready for us but if you get to produce and write your own show you really learn to appreciate other people's work
3: this show has it been quite a challenging performance for you to uh, undertake
8: um, yes it has been
9: um, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> help matters, today <did> <laughs> because I finished writing it about a week before the festival uh, and so <laughs> we had
8: five rehearsal days
9: ok <laughs> <laughs> that is ambitious <laughs> uh, but uh, you know fair play to the actors they, they nailed it so you know um, I'll try not to do that to them next year, though.
3: <laughs> well, Henry, you're back this year with the show Borders. Tell me a bit more about the the themes that are addressed in this particular production.
9: Well, I Cameron, really um, I mean, basically, I got really annoyed at the way that the West is responding to the threats uh, from the Middle East, uh, and I think you know we, we've created them basically, uh, and I think uh, the West is being a set of ostriches to, to the problems of, the, of that region of the world uh, and um, I think actually we're making things worse by being unsympathetic and by not listening to, to genuine grievances from people there and, and that has been stoking up extremism uh, and violence in that region and I think if we get our house in order we'll make, make the world a better place so uh, in this particular show uh, we've got a western photographer Who's a, who's a press reporter uh, who starts out and he's very, very principled and he's really keen to change the world and make it a better place and by the end of the play he's become corrupted by celebrity uh, and he's, um, you know, a bit of a booze hound and he, he's sort of, uh, he, he's kind of like a symbol for what I think the West has done. You, you know, since 9-11 we haven't really, uh, we've responded with a, with a fist and a boot and a gun rather than with ideas and compassion and empathy. The effects of that are felt very keenly by the, our other performers, which is Avital's uh, role who is a Syrian graffiti artist and she she is standing up against the state, she seeks no reward for her art, no fame no celebrity, what she wants is, a, is to change the world and get rid of Assad, this this awful dictator that they have out there uh, so you know, you know, I tell her I've sort of chopped at the monologues and they interweave and so you see sort of the, the glib Western approach and the um, life and death struggle in the Middle East at the same time a nice way to tackle it as
3: well and do you think that theatre does have the ability to well change people's minds but also really uh, speak into these um, very topical prominent issues in society
9: well I mean for me personally and and I'm sure Vita agrees because she does very cutting edge work uh, too I, I, I mean I think it, it It's vital. I think art has got a very important role to play at the moment. I think fascism is on the rise. Uh, I think uh, the world is becoming a very intolerant place. I think people aren't listening to each other. Uh, And I think, as a result, art can surely help give an insight into other, uh, other, other worlds that people wouldn't otherwise experience. And I think partly this is because of the decline of the news at the moment. I mean... I think the news is becoming debased and trivialised. Journalists have been sacked by all the newspapers because of the rise of the internet. Uh, that They can't afford investigative journalists anymore, and so as a result, the PR industry seems to have taken over the press. And so you, you'll see more articles these days in the press about Star Wars, Robbie Williams, um, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian, whoever the, the latest person of the day, and the real stories, things that are happening in the world, are just getting shoved to the back of the paper or not featuring at all. Uh, and as a result, I think art needs to try and fill that vacuum and inform people about what's going on.
8: Oh, on another note, I think we've spoken about this before, we, if it's reported, it's reported in such a way that we get desensitised, so we, we don't feel the compassion we should feel in the news for the refugees for, for for people that are suffering, but when you go and see a play as I found that um, with, with henry 's work you you learn you see you can relate to to those characters I and mean, when if you can relate to someone you you become more compassionate and you understand their stories and through one person 's journey, you start to understand hopefully a whole nation a whole region
3: I, re- I love it yeah I think it 's a really excellent theme to be addressing, obviously. Um, a major ongoing crisis and we will talk more about that after this song so stay with us back soon
2: i tried hard to make you want me but we're not supposed to be and the truth will always haunt me even though it sent me free and my tears flow like the ocean as they floated in the they were falling in slow motion And they brought me to my knees, oh You're haunting me, telling me, all in my brain I Turn up the light and now all up a maze Fills me with doubt and I'm shouting your name
1: out loud Why do you want to put me through the pain? I get the feeling I'll never escape I get high i the shame with you oh, oh, oh. Tears on the ground Tears on my pillow You won't bring me
3: and I'm back with Henry and Avital from the new show, Borders, at this year's Fringe Festival. Guys, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Now, tell me, Henry, for this show, what methods of research did you use? Obviously, there's a lot written about the migrant crisis in the newspapers, etc. Were you able to speak to people directly involved in these issues?
9: Yeah, no, I I mean, part of the genesis of it, I mean, I had a vague notion, I thought I should write something about the Syrian crisis, but... Uh, we, uh, Victor and I were doing Angel um, in New York um, in April, uh, and uh, which is about the time the Fringe Programme starts getting put together. You've got to put in your ideas for shows and stuff. Uh, and um, this guy came to see the show and started tweeting about it and saying, saying really nice things about it. And we looked at his sort of Twitter handle and he was, it ended with UN. And we thought, what? Does this guy work for the UN? Uh, and so, so we tweeted him back and said, so, do you work for the UN? You know, thanks for the nice things you say." And he said, uh, he said, yeah, I do. And he said, I'm the acting under secretary general for global communications, wow. which is like, he's like their head PR man, basically. Uh, and we said, oh, uh, that's quite interesting. We're trying to do this show about um, Syrian refugees and their struggle to get away, you know, and... Uh, he said, uh, I said, do you know, do you know anybody who puts in touch with us? And he went, yes, here are the most important people in the world who deal with this <laughs> issue. Uh, and so he introduced us to loads of people at the UN who deal directly with, with the, the situation. And also um, through them, we met, uh, we met a handful of refugees who, who had made it to America. Uh, and, some of, and many of those stories that they told us actually are in the show. Uh, and um, so, and it was great. Actually, it's it's, it's fabulous being with the actor who's going to play the role. Uh, at, at the same time, when you're doing your research, because like Vita, was also meeting these people at the same time. We could go away and compare notes and discuss about what we felt we could get that would into the show that would best convey the, um, the spirit of what was happening. Uh, and. So, so it, it was. It's been a sort of quite. It's been a very intense and a very in focus work period, really, from from April to, to the end of July, which is when we did it. But I think it's it's gone well, by that way. Uh, I mean, sort of. I mean, Vita sort of um, met a refugee who, who was about around your her own, her own age, wasn't she? Yeah,
8: she was about my age, and she was. Um, she studied uh, journalism um, and studied in Syria, but then the war broke out and she had to stop but she got a scholarship at columbia in new york and she got a transfer and she could escape whereas her whole family is scattered all over the world and she hasn't seen her family in years and can't even get in contact with them Mm. um so it was i think uh, as an actor you're incredibly privileged to be able to tell somebody else's story especially if it's a real story and especially if it's a story of struggle um so it's been amazing
3: yeah absolutely and did you find that helpful that encounter in terms of crafting your own performance
8: yeah i mean uh, that's that's a luxury that not many actors have to meet a person firsthand and to listen to them especially uh, reham the girl that we met she was incredibly open um and she talked very freely about her emotions and uh, the situations she's been in and yeah it's yeah, it's been absolutely terrific i can't say it's been amazing because it's still a terrifying um story to listen to but it's been great yeah
3: now your background as a- an actress how did you first get into um acting was that from an early age or has that been quite a recent development
8: um since i could talk and and stand. <laughs> I wanted to be an actress. Since I think since I've been four, I've been doing uh, youth theater groups, and um, I've done it back in Germany. Um, but I've done Russian. Th- I've been in th- Russian theater groups because my family is Russian. So I very much grew up in a in an environment where I was encouraged by my family to to do what I wanted to, and that being an actress. And then I moved to Germ- uh, t- uh, to London when I was eighteen, and applied. To drama schools got accepted. Uh, went to East 15, the, the contemporary theatre course.
3: And been yeah. playing sailing ever since? Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's a really, really good story. Now, Henry, I wanted to ask you about your background, because you had a really, really interesting career in writing and uh, performing, etc. So you were formerly a head writer for Spitting
9: Image. I was, Cameron, yeah, many moons ago. Um yeah, no, but I, I my, so, well, my background really was as a student, uh, I did a student review uh, which Griffrey's jones the the comedian, came to see and he at the time had a show on telly called A Last Smith and & Jones and he said, um, look, can I buy your material from you? You know, we think it would work well on the telly and, and me and my mate said, uh, no, no, that's ours but uh, we said we'll happily write you some Keston May stuff and so he took us on board and we wrote for Smith & Jones for, for a couple of years and from there, we got... It was kind of poached by Spitting Image Uh, uh, and we were like the lead writers on that for for, um, two or three years and it was a fabulous experience and really good to learn your craft as a writer because like you you would, uh, I think one of the problems that I found with writing for telly in the past is you'll write something in May and it'll be on air in December and you've kind of forgotten what you're trying to do. Whereas with Spitting Image you write something on Tuesday, you'd see it on air on Sunday and if there was something wrong with the script, you could see it, you could see what you had done wrong, and you think, oh, well, next time I'll do this and I'll do that, and you'll tweak it. Uh, and so, I, I, and it's taught me useful skills, which I still use, it's taught me how to write quick under pressure, because in Spitting Image, you're knocking out a show every week, you know, uh, and the pressure's on, and sometimes there's just nothing in the news. You know or there is a story in the news that is so big and so tragic that there's nothing else to, to write about so you've got to find funny things and you've got to find something to say about them like like for instance uh, you know we there were things like IRA bombs went off when we were doing it and um, uh, you, you know and you, you see what's happening this week the biggest story is going to be Barcelona all week uh, and you know you would have to find something funny or satirical or hard hitting to say about that which which um was a an original thought uh, and that that teaches you really good skills and i think as a result actually, as a writer i give get, get myself ridiculously short deadlines which i probably shouldn't do because that's how i've been trained and probably should give myself time to breathe rather than staying up all night writing it uh, in june and <laughs> <in> july <laughs> and there have been efforts in
3: recent years to revive that Format. I know you were involved in uh, Head Cases a number of years ago and News is obviously another recent example of, of that idea. Do you think the concept works in a modern setting with politics and news being almost so like the satire that we once may have known or is that a bit of an unfair comment to make?
9: Uh, no, I, I, I think the world has changed and I, and I think so, because first of all it's a very expensive show to make I mean, each puppet costs about forty grand to make. Uh, you know, you've got the cartoonists to pay, you've got the the, so the the modelers to make it, and then you've got to you know you've got the manufacturing process. And they don't last very long. These puppets they are made of rubber, which corrupts. Um, so uh, it was a very expensive show to make, and, and there's quite a bit of wastage in, the, in a show like that because to try and and get. You, you try and pre-record some material that you that you think might be still topical during the series. Uh, I remember one series actually, we wrote a load of sketches about the Labour leader John Smith, who then died the week before we went on air, and so we lost about half a series. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and and so you'd have to write that 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 um, you, you know very quickly. I mean, I think though I think people are saying, "Oh, why can't we get it back on air?" In all honesty, I don't. When it first came out, there were only four TV channels, Uh, and uh, what was on the BBC would have been something like Songs of Praise on a Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, Spitting Image had uh, access to an enormous mass audience. We'd get ratings of about 15 16 million, so about a quarter of the population would be watching it. Um, And with the best one in the world, that would not happen these days. That with anything, even sort of your most, even Coronation Street is getting half of what it used to get. Uh, uh, and um, so you could just justify in financial terms back then. I think TV execs these days would find it hard to do so. Also, there's there's, there's a, a there's a I don't know. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of competition with satirical shows these days as well, isn't there? I mean, there's a lot of sort of ups doing it. And well, I mean, in America, the shows that are doing very well are
3: the shows Saturday Night Live. And lots of the shows presented by uh, people like Jimmy Kimmel, even James Corden, etc. So I am interested in it because I think in Britain we don't... There is maybe still a gap in the market for satirical shows to come back. Well, I, believe, that, I believe
9: there is. I believe there is. And I think uh, the problem that we had, and I think the problem that Newsoids have, is you've got... It is on the, ma- the mass market channel. So the thing that we were constantly fighting with, Headcase's... Was, was like we try and put satirical stuff in it but the execs would be like saying why don't you do Cheryl Cole why can't you make him we, we you when, you know you toss them a few bones and put in a few things like that but if you want to put the hard hitting satirical stuff in you are all constantly fighting the execs who are constantly trying to stop you putting it on air um, because they think it loses ratings uh, and, and personally I think the, 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 the public are more savvy than that I think the public uh, public but we also want to know what to say what to feel about events in the news so I think you know I think you can put satirical stuff on it providing you do it in an entertaining way and you're not at your own backside I think you know <laughs> I think you can do that
3: no that's well a very good observation and you are a very very experienced person in that field so maybe there'll be more for you to do in that uh, in that realm uh, thank you guys so much for being on the show this thank afternoon uh, so Henry Naylor's Borders is running at Gilded Balloon TV at Venue 14 and that's half past four into the 28th of August and I wish you guys the both of you the best of luck with it I see I, I really really loved the show last year and I'm hoping to come along and see it this year So uh, please do say hi if you do be nice to see
9: you.
8: Yeah,
3: Henry Avital thank you so much Thank you. And now stay with the show. We have more chat coming up very soon. I was speaking to Tom Taylor, so don't go anywhere. And here's a song for you. now joined by Tom Taylor he's my final guest of the afternoon. Tom is a comedian and writer, and he's now with me in the studio. Tom, hello. Hello,
10: thank you very much for having me. An absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. Now, how has the run been so far at The uh, Fringe? The run has been uh, great. I've uh, really enjoyed it. I felt that, in terms of energy levels, I hit the wall yesterday. Okay. Uh, but that should not put people off because I've now clambered the wall in and I'm running for home. You're through the wall. <laughs> yes. And you're on the home straight. <laughs> yes, I am. Last uh, penultimate weekend, and it's good. It's a nice Saturday. Uh, storm whatever is on its way. Gert. yeah. So <laughs> I feel that everything's everything's coming up tails. I'm glad to hear it. That's great. That's really good. Well, I mean, you're two weeks really in officially
3: of the yes. fringe, and one more to go. So you're in. You are definitely on the home straight. I am, which yeah. is good.
10: Do you find it quite exhausting,
3: the fringe bubble, or is it liberating to some extent?
10: I think, providing you have at least one early night in three you're fine Um, so I'm doing three shows a day this year so I haven't had much chance to see anything else Um, but um, it's just a fantastic if you get on a roll and you enjoy your show which I am doing uh, then you you just feel feel amazing because it's an unrivaled opportunity to just keep doing what you love again and again and again for a month a whole month. Can you believe that? It is a long
3: time.
1: <laughs>
10: <laughs> no, it's good. It's, it's,
3: I think it's, um, it's nice that all the shows are here and now, and there's so much mm. opportunity to go and see stuff. And yep. it's... Yeah, I love it as a, as a viewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a performer, I haven't reached that point yet. Oh. But you never know. You must. Uh, we'll see. What would <laughs> you like to do? I don't know. Well, I was chatting. Actually, I was going to mention to you, I was chatting last week to Adriano Capoletta. Okay. And he is starring well, in the well show. Well pronounced. Well, thank you. Took me, took me months. <laughs> uh, he is starring in the show, uh, This Boy's in Love. And it's yep. a one-man uh, performance. And I was really intrigued to ask him about that as a genre and he was suggesting that i should do my own one-man show yeah. and all that sort of stuff so do you that's what i do well, you do that yes what, so i was gonna what say
10: a seg. What, was what a sec that was just seamless <laughs> i loved it so do you, i mean <laughs> is it something that you enjoy doing as a one one person performer um, so my background is stand-up um, as a comedian, and so I, um, what I'm used to is just going onto a stage myself and trying to create something. Um, I suppose though on a on a club lineup, you've also got other people, but you're at, there's only ever one one of you on stage, so it, that feels quite natural to me um as as a and, and you know it's much cheaper for me to play all the cast than it is for me to hire seven other people <laughs> per play um and also um i've i've come up with a few less successful no, as part of less successful ventures in the past where i've i've written material for a musical and then watched people absolutely butcher that every day from the orchestra pit and, and that can be quite demoralizing so i took a decision then and there halfway through that run to when i next come up with a piece i'm going to have solo the ship of that starring <laughs> yes like orson welles
3: well i think
10: it's a very very nice um, way to go about it is it's is a one-man murder mystery yes it's either nice or incredibly conceited but i think <laughs> let's go with nice so is this a new genre <laughs> is this a new genre um so i love that that sort of golden era of crime writing from the 30s with agatha christie and dorothy l Sayers and that lot so um it's it's a sort of um it's a loving pastiche in one sense i I really wanted to write a murder mystery that heaven forbid if nobody laughed at it people would still go oh well that was a passable murder mystery (laughs) um, as opposed to the sort of murder mystery where the, the, the curate kills somebody with a cucumber and then eats the evidence so then it's an hour of cucumber based innuendo i didn't <laughs> want to write that um so what i think i've written is is a, a sort of 1930s pastiche i then just scattered it with as many jokes as i possibly can get in and also there's something funny about one man um desperately s- s- sweating like um a very sweaty man, I was gonna say something rude there, but i, I stopped myself, so well done, you're you a sweaty before. <laughs> yeah well i'm playing i've I've got this I'm playing eight characters a show, so I have to sweat for eight people, and I think I smashed that out the park. Does that involve eight separate costume changes and uh, no one 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 very very damp costume, okay <laughs> throughout, so you're not doing um, that. That performance where you have one half of your face, one character, and the other half oh, of your and face... Oh, yeah, so I only shave one side of my face. So that <laughs> I can, yeah, yeah. I, um, no, I, I, I try and... When, when, <laughs> when you're an actor of my range, darling, you just do it with physicality <laughs> uh, and also a truly astonishing array of awful accents, at Fringe Guru. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... Uh, about and half an four, hour ago, four, four stars. Four, he still okay. gave it four stars, even though he, yeah, he, he liked the fact the accents were bad.
3: Well, <laughs> I say half an hour ago, with another guest, we were doing some impersonations of celebrities mm, oh and people, and there were some horrendous Im- impersonations around okay. there. Who, who, who did you have doing those? Uh, it was it was Gaines Family Gift Shop. Excellent. And so it was Ed from Gaines Family yep. Gift Shop, and he ended up doing the impersonation of a lamb but also the pers- impersonation of alan carr okay it was a hidden gem it was a, <laughs> a, a masterful performance I, I i had to do ed sheeran which okay. wasn't
10: um, wasn't the best i but. don't think i have anything to offer but don't worry, thank we'll, you. <laughs> we'll,
3: we'll, we'll come to something different soon.
10: Don't worry, I have I have plans for you. Uh,
3: but before God, that, that, sounded sinister. Don't worry, nothing to worry about. It's not a murder mystery. Okay, not a real. That's okay. your show. Yes, thank you. Uh, I, now, have you come across the TV program Dragonstein? Yes, Yes. well, I wondered if you'd be interested in taking part in an on-air pitch to our listeners. Okay. They are the business tycoons of the industry, because they're the ones who hopefully will invest by buying a ticket to come along and see you perform. So I wondered if, with a maximum of 30 seconds, you would be up for pitching your show in any style you wish, and it's just a chance for our listeners to hear a bit about it in a very condensed section. (laughs) But we will, of course... Elaborate afterwards. Okay. Um, so, well, before you go in for it, I'll give you. I'm a- ready. You're ready. Okay. I'm ready. No, no. Let, no, me, no, let, let me play the jingle to you first. Oh, play the jingle. It. Okay.
10: I'm up. I-, I will make you an offer. Okay, Tom. Three, two, one, go. So, the Charlie Montague Mysteries are perfect shows for anybody who wished Bertie Wooster was a detective. Uh, but on top of that, dragons, um, I have your kids and everyone you've ever loved. So if you don't come and see the show, then bad things will happen. The end! <laughs> did I nail it?
9: Um, I
10: think it was the right mix of telling what the show was about and then just adding a little bit of threat. It w- it yes, was, no I did, didn't I? Your w- silence speaks w-
3: <laughs> everything <it> w- <laughs> I need to know.
10: It, well, you finished it in about twelve seconds, so that oh, for a start yeah, was well, impressive. Yep. Am I right, guys? No, no knowledge of how long that lasts. It w-
3: <laughs> you know, it was well. It was certainly one of the more unique pitches I've ever had on I'll this take show. It. But the, I mean, the, <laughs> the threatening aspect of it was different. I'm not sure if Deborah Meaden, if she was listening, would be. So is she one, one of your? Is she your core listenership? I don't think so. <laughs> but if she was, we, we would be in for a treat. <laughs> Uh, so, the show is a one-man murder mystery, yes. and I am no very... No actual violence. No violence, yeah, no... will
10: probably put that on, tag that on as a disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> um... Yes, it's a one-man murder mystery. So, who did it? Well, I did. But which one of me? Um, and we find it at the end. I'm assuming. Yes, yes. Provided it doesn't overrun, in which case you leave very disappointed. But no spoilers. No, no, no absolutely no spoilers. Um, so, yes, yeah. It's all you all find out who. So you go home satisfied, and hopefully tired from laughing. I like the sound of that That
3: That's a good mix Now Tom and I Are going to be doing Something interactive After this next song We're going to be playing All about that week Assuming he Gives me his consent So stay tuned Let's dance, and I'm back with Tom
10: Taylor. Tom, you want to dance? Um, I uh, will dance, if you pay me enough. <laughs> oh, I'm alright, I'm alright. Alright, thanks. Well, it's radio, so <laughs> we can see. let's pretend
3: you're dancing. Tom is now dancing yep. the cha-cha in the Isn't studio. Isn't he good? Really, really great. Hear him move. Okay, Tom... Yeah, that will work on radio. <laughs> it, unfortunately, it won't, unless we, we, of course, filmed it, but we'll, we'll skip over that. Okay. Now, Tom has agreed to play all about that week with me. I'm very excited... <laughs> All About That Week is a regular feature on this radio show. Uh, Here at the Fringe, uh, we're part of this big bubble, but obviously outside of that bubble... There are lots of things taking place in the big worldwide I mean, I have world.
10: Not, I have not read a newspaper or, or looked at the internet for, for a
3: month. Don't worry. <laughs> well, my guest last week was Microphone, and he was the same. He was in that position where he was part of the bubble. He wasn't sure what was going on, but he still managed to do
10: pretty well. Okay. So don't worry. Don't worry. Are there worry. still two careers? Are they merged? Of what the news and performing? <laughs> no, I don't know. Keep
3: going. Keep going. Ask okay. <laughs> the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well let's play All About That Week with Tom Tiller Is Peter. a jingle? There is a jingle it's all, this week. Week, week. it's all about the week About the week It's all about the week About the week It's all about the week About the week It's all about the week About the Week, week, week it is all about that week with Tom Taylor. Now, Tom, uh, there are I know, five I know,
10: questions. I know what that song was from? So is that a point? Or,
3: Unfortunately, oh, no. About the bass. I apologise. No, no, no trouble uh, Yeah, believe it or not, that was uh, taken from that that very song. Shh. But there are five songs, uh, five uh, questions in this quiz, and here is how it works. I'll explain them as I go along. A right answer and a wrong answer It's very straightforward. Question number one is multiple choice. This uh. week. Another member of Donald Trump's team Was fired from his or her position Was it A. Kellyanne Conway B. John Kelly Or C. Steve Bannon C You're going to say C? Yes I can tell you that C is correct Ah! Well done (laughs) Well done You have
10: one right answer so far He's literally ticked it Yes was Was that a guess or did you know? Um, I, I saw a show where somebody else referenced it <laughs> otherwise well, I would not have known
3: there you go they are dropping off like flies in the administration yes. anyway question two is not multiple choice oh, many God. employees of a major fast food chain this week voted to go on strike over concerns about pay name that fast food chain
10: okay gonna look for ticks nervous ticks in your face it's, it's muck m- 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 burger m- and McDonald's. McDonald's is correct. <laughs>
3: well done. Who is this guy? That was a relatively straightforward question, but. Was it though? There were, well, there were possibilities. Other yes, ones, possibilities. Yeah, yeah, other food chains are available. Question three correct. is: Name that person. I'm going to read out a quote, and you have to guess who said it. Who this week said if I could turn the clock back to the establishment of my party and choose its name all over again I wouldn't choose the name it's got just now
10: who was the person was that Brian Blessed <laughs>
8: well
3: Brian Blessed I'm afraid is wrong uh, this is an interesting one this is Nicola Sturgeon who Who's at that? the uh, I know <laughs> very famous uh, Ed- <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon who this week at the Edinburgh Book Festival during a debate, suggested that had she had the opportunity and the 1930s, she would have changed the party's name to something different. Oh, so quite an interesting she, talking point. A question's not talk about it though. We'll move on <laughs> from that one. We'll move on from Trump and, and Nicholas Sturgeon. Okay. Question four to is get another one right? Yes, you do. And have you explained that uh, the prize? Well, yes, you have two more to go. We well, have two more questions yeah. to go, but you have two correct answers so it's far. Long, yeah. And Tom, you know that if you secure three correct <laughs> answers, you get a shout out later on on the show's Twitter page. It's on to play for. Question four is buzzwords. I'm going to say three words loosely about a particular story or event, and you have to guess what it is about. Your three words are HBO, Twitter, and data. Game of Thrones. Would you care to elaborate? Absolutely
10: not. <laughs> are you perhaps referring to a hack? to do with Game of Thrones. Uh, wasn't an episode released when it shouldn't have been? Yes, I, w- I will give you... Half point. <laughs> well, let- no, all of it. Let's round up.
3: <laughs> uh, I'll give you a half point and the reason Damn is it. because... There was some personal information that was dumped on Twitter It was a hack of There was the, the early release of an episode But I think that may that was, have been was that planned? Well I think it was human error I think the, oh, the Spanish and Nordic versions of HBO Accidentally released
10: that But there was a big hack I mean a lot of people are saying they don't want the robots to take control But it would really help Game of Thrones to catch thing wouldn't it?
3: Perhaps When are they going to
10: come? The robot overlords <laughs> I don't know we can find that out in your show no doubt. God, it's going to need some
3: rewriting. <laughs> okay, question five is true or false. I'm going to tell you something and you have to guess if it's true or false. This week, actor Tom Cruise announced his intention to write, direct and star in a reboot of Home Alone. True or false? True. I'm afraid it was the
10: wrong answer. Oh, damn it. That was... <laughs> Two and a half points. Two and a half points. You didn't quite scrape that shout out. Why are you laughing? I'm oh, gutted. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I I've stopped chacharing. You I've know, been chacharing for three minutes. I'll t- here's another one
3: for you. Here's another <laughs> one <what>? for you. Well, <laughs> no, this is a this is a bonus question. I, I do want you to secure that shout out this <laughs> week. Just tell me—is this well? Tell me if you can. False. No, this is not true. true. False. Oh. What happened to? <laughs> What happened to Tom Cruise Earlier this week
10: (laughs) What If I got the true or false question wrong How am I going to know background info
3: This is unrelated to this question (laughs) He was in the middle of filming Mission Impossible 6 Oh wow He had had an accident Got a lot
10: of catching up to do Well have you got any idea what might have happened to him Yeah um, Tom Cruise had an accident whilst filming Mission Impossible 6 (gasps) Yes, points. Points, please. Points mean pride, it is. Yeah, you know what? You took the words out of my mouth, but I'll give it to you. I'll
3: give you that half, extra half point. Oh, yeah, half point. <laughs> <I forget>.
10: Tom, <laughs> you, you do secure
3: your shout out on yes. the show's Twitter page. Thank you for playing the All About That Week game. You are the this week's champion um, with three correct answers out of five. Well, out of six. <laughs> well, but then it was a. Yeah, that's right. Well, okay, there was that bonus question, <laughs> but it was a bonus question for. For the fun of it.
10: Yes. And I really wanted you to get that shout out. Thank you so much. How many questions would you have done?
3: Um, (laughs) I wouldn't have gone further than six, I think. I think at that point I would have said, that's it. Yeah, because of running time. Because of running times, indeed, indeed. Now let's go back and chat a wee bit more about your your actual show because that is <laughs> what we're really here to talk about. Yeah. So it is. If you just tuned in, a one man murder mystery. But Tom, you reached the final of so you think your fu- uh, your funny competition mm. in 2013. Yes. So
10: what are your memories of that particular competition? Um, I remember uh, not placing, <laughs> um, but um. I remember, just remember, all I remember is being very, very nervous, and it's, it's um, but I think I did okay, I was, I was just, I was wet behind the ears, and uh, then um, I then did some jokes, and some people laughed, and uh, then I um, drank some celebratory orange juice afterwards, because I was um, empty total for that month, and then I went to bed. <laughs> um, They're good memories. What an awful, what an awful answer! No, so, that sorry. is. I, I like those memories a lot. They're nice memories. I, I think I did a joke about um, tennis. I remember, which is now no longer in my set. Okay, well, reaching the final of so you think you can final is a big, mm. uh, yes, a big uh, well set thing to do and was that quite a significant launch pad pad for you in your career? I think it could have been if I would bothered to capitalise on it by inviting people to come and see my gigs after that and really having a strong year uh, but instead I um, went and uh, just did a, an admin job okay. um, but but now, I'm, now I've really now I'm smashing it, knocking mm. it out of the park making new friends, taking roofs off the places You're going uh, for it now? Yep, kicking, this is it? Kicking puppies in the guts all that, <laughs> all the, all the um, I hope euphemisms for success <laughs> now i noticed that you've also performed on radio 2 and radio
3: 4 as part of the bbc mm. radio new comedy awards i was interested to
10: know would this current show translate well onto radio it absolutely would if okay. you are a radio commissioner listening it's ready to roll i've got ideas and um, come talk to me tweet me find my shout out and reply <laughs> That that's right. Well, <laughs> yes. Please invest in Tom by um, turning his yeah. show into a radio broadcast. But essentially, they were written with, um, they were written as sort of radio plays to some degree. Uh, but then um, uh, there are, are a few jokes that work visually, which was obviously I'd have to lose if it were ever to transfer to radio. But it's it's a lot of wordplay and it's a lot of um, sort of silly nonsense that sort of fans of fans of um the sort of fry and Laurie and all that sort of stuff i think would enjoy absolutely brilliant well tom taylor thank you so much for being on my show thank you
3: so much for having me on your show Uh, no an absolute pleasure i really appreciate it a charlie montague mystery the games a foot try the fish is a comedy show and it's running at the space at surgeon's hall
10: venue 53 at five past three until the 26th of august correct (laughs) <laughs> and then there's also a Charlie Montague the uh, mystery, the man with the twisted hip that runs 505. Okay. as uh, well. I do two. Two a day, isn't that something? It's a, a lot yeah. to do, but I know you can do it. You've, you've, Thank you. You've reached that point where you're on the home street, as you said earlier. Um, on, on my home straight, I know a little bit about current affairs. Come join me in the 1930s. <laughs> well, Tom, all the best. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's all
3: from me today. I'll be back next week. Uh, Tune in for more, and tweet the show at radio Underscore. Thank you, and goodbye.